Hello, I'm Angela Scanlon and welcome to the Thanks A Million mini-pods. Now, whilst we're waiting for Series 4 and all the new thank yous we've been hearing about, I thought we'd revisit the thank you next chapter of some of our guests' lives to remind us that we have got this. Now, I'm always intrigued about the thank you next because it's about silver linings. It is a period in people's lives that has been and gone, which at the time felt like a complete disaster, but in hindsight, they're actually grateful for. It can be a blessing in disguise, a storm weathered which has served you a lesson even though it's hideous at the time. Something which you're very happy is over. Draw a line under it, chalk it down to experience. That is the vibe. This week's Thank You Next is from Sharon Clifford. BAFTA winning actor Sharon Clifford won us all over with her depiction of Sister Claire not the done in the phenomenally globally successful multi-award winning comedy series Fleabag. She made us weep, like actually weep, and then cry with laughter when she presented the worst haircut of all time, the pencil. Iconic in all the wrong ways. <laughs> it's freaking brilliant. Amongst other things, Sharon has also starred in Vanity Fair and alongside Matthew McFadden you might say Faden. I mean, I'm sure he says one way or the other, but it's a bit of a Gallagher-Gallagher thing, I feel. Anywho, it was a miniseries called Quiz and it was friggin' brilliant. It was about the coughing scandal on who wants to be a millionaire. Sharon was the wife. He was the husband. It was fantastic. Also, Ashley B in there. Previous guest there too. And Michael Sheen, still trying to nab that one. Elusive, hairy little fucker. I'm joking. Lovely man. Anyway, all you need to know is that Sharon Clifford is a big deal. However, things could have been very different for Sharon, as we found out when she revisited her thank you next. I'm going to say school. School? Ugh. Did you hate it? I had a terrible time at school. Oh, did you? In what way? Um, yeah, I really, really struggled to just feel like I belonged I think and I just think school can be such a vicious environment and I I I don't know what the alternative is but I feel like there is something that's maybe socially more kind and I do know lots of people that had wonderful experiences at school but predominantly certainly in this industry maybe and maybe there's something in that um people didn't and I just think yeah that period of my life was so so challenging and at the time it seems endless you know you're so young and you haven't I don't know the passing of time is a very different thing when you're that age and Mm. so you've no choice I guess you're a kid you're in this thing at school you can't make a decision to just not go to school yeah it's that kind of so some people do and then are then punished even more for it Mm. and it's not you know I just I think it's a system that that needs to be re-examined and I had this really weird thing I've never told this story before but I'll I'll happily share this really weird story that basically as far as my memory serves I wasn't sporty until I was an adult okay so I really I love yoga I love to run uh bouldering like bouldering yeah you know the climbing wall stuff like that 
Um, so athletic, kind of naturally yeah. athletic. Yeah. And but according to my memory, it, that didn't start till I was an adult. And this really weird thing happened when um, I, uh, when my mum was selling our family home, and I was going through all like my old books and whatever, and uh, you know school reports and stuff from high school actually, where in PE and stuff. I would be getting like low marks and I wouldn't participate. And okay. I would like, honestly, like fake notes, all of that stuff to get out of it. Okay. Absolutely hated sports. And that's, that's all I knew. And then I found this book, which was called, I think it was called Our Friday Book. Okay. Right. And it's something I had first school or middle school. Right. It's now like primary school, I guess. Okay. So I would write about my week on one page at the end of a week and then one of my parents would write on the other side about your week yeah like and how how you do and it's like a really sweet so this was nothing to do with school this was just you guys at home you would you'd write about like what you'd done at school and how your week but it wasn't to present to teachers or to bring in this was just you guys at home well it was part it was a school exercise Okay. okay and it was almost like journaling kind of yeah I guess right anyway I found this entry which was about sports day and about how I'd won every single event apart from one where I come second and I was absolutely like honestly completely I was I took it to my mom and I said is this have I made did I make this up I was like does I just there's this like five-year-old chance fantasy at sports day and my mom very like nonchalant was just like she was like oh yeah yeah I remember that blah 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 blah. it sent me into such a spin because I have no recollection of it whatsoever I was like right what happened and I realized that my confidence was knocked so hard at the beginning of high school because a lot of the like bullies basically were very sporty and you wanted to disassociate with that and I goodies. found the report which is from my from year seven my first year of high school right and I'm an A student and I I mean I genuinely don't remember this but something happened where I just was like right I'm not not doing that anymore. I can't participate in that because I don't feel safe oh my god and I just think about that in terms of all aspects of a school environment whether you know maybe those children that were bullying me didn't feel safe in an academic environment Mm, and so they acted out this is the thing it's all about feeling safe Mm. I think you're so insecure as a teenager though you're going through so many physical changes emotional changes psychological changes you're dealing with personal stuff at home there's all sorts going on and you're also in this toxic environment really where you're being pitted against one another I was just going to say that competition that sense of scarcity there's only one popular yeah, girl there's exactly only one, you know, it's and very... that was a real um a huge wake-up call for me and yeah. I realized that actually I'd always been that person but I'd just forgotten mm. and I do think we all have the capacity to thrive in all those areas at school but you just have to it's about seeing someone's potential or using, being more creative actually with how we teach yeah. and adapting to the individual rather than having this like one size fits all because I think we all approach things. You know, some people learn from audio. 
I don't like I don't I I need the written word yeah I need to see it I know yeah. and then I can yeah which yeah. is obviously that's helpful that's yeah. why I would maybe have been considered academic because mm-hmm. that's what I was given but I just think there's so much more and I know it's like an imperson- impossible like Herculean task how would you overhaul that system but yeah. that is certainly a period of my life that I'm I'm happy to <laughs> not not ever have to go through again to revisit yeah but we potentially lost an Olympian. Lol. <laughs> but well, I could still be an archer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much to Sharon. Team GB's loss was our gain. I'm delighted she didn't let the school bullies get her down. Instead, built up her self-esteem. Don't let the bastards get you down is really the moral of the story, isn't it? What, though, is your thank you next? Let me know at Angela Scanlon on all the usual social media outlets. Now, if you missed it, you can listen back to the full episode, and I recommend you do, with Sharon Clifford, where she talks all about Phoebe Waller-Bridge, obviously, bird-watching, big fan, and superfan Brad Pitt. Him of her, just so we're clear. And while I have you, subscribe to my newsletter. I mean, you don't have to. It's not obligatory. You can still listen to this. You can share it with your friends. You can leave a review. All of those tasty things that I often ask you and then mostly forget. But the newsletter, it's free. Every Sunday morning, lands in your inbox the same time you're having your little frothy cappuccino. You can read it while you're having a wee. Or you can save it for a Tuesday when the rugrats are at school. For now, though, thank you, Sharon. Who is next?